For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 425 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy, we wasted those fucking Thanksgiving bits last week. When Why did my dumbass not think, oh, well, actually, Thanksgiving's next week. Maybe you should hold off on the bits. Well, being the day before actual Thanksgiving, there's no guarantee that we were going to be able to record, and it just so happened that we did. You know, both of us were. Yeah. <laughs> Recording a day earlier because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I am very stoked to go hang out with my family. I'm really excited to go see them. I'm really excited that you're going, too. Yeah, man. I know that they miss you. Yeah, and, you know, listen. This year is not going to get any uh, lighter on the busyness because there's a lot going on right now. I'm up to right. a whole lot. Lots of phone calls, fucking packing, setting up internet and shit at the new place. Oh, my goodness. Uh, swank new, swank new pad. So, you know, I've been um, typically, you know, on my... Uh, my days off, I spend those mostly packing, cleaning, organizing, throwing shit out. I threw a bunch of shit out on Sunday, <laughs> like a bunch of shit. And I was like, damn, that felt good. Um, and then on my days where I'm working, when I get off, I pack and do the same thing for a couple hours, typically until whenever you're ready to hang out or whatever. Um mm -hmm. Well, I'm making pretty good progress on packing. It's getting closer and closer to only being stuff I can't reach. So at some point, I had some other things on my list of shit I wanted to do, right? So last night, instead of packing when I got off work, I I don't know if you know this about me, Will Witten, but I have a stupid collection of art prints and posters and original art all in this art portfolio underneath my bed, right? And I get all this shit and I go, oh, this is going to be sick when I frame it. Bro, the, un the amount of unframed cool shit in there is ridiculous. And also, there's some in there at this point that I'm not even sure why I have them, Will. You know what I mean? For shit that I yeah. like, but not art print-like. You know what I mean? Right. So last night, what I did was I got some stuff framed up for the new place, which was a nice... Oh, that's great. It was productive, but it was also not, oh, I'm putting shit in a box and hoping I'm not packing it too full for the movers to be able to pick up or whatever the fuck. You know mm, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot going on. I am slightly overwhelmed, I guess you'd say, but it's going all right. Yeah. It kind of comes and goes, the feeling overwhelmed, because it doesn't take much, you know, to get a good chunk of shit done. And then I'm like, okay, all right, good progress. I could do this. Right. 
Anyways, you totally can. I'm not sure if the week that I move will be affected for recording. I would like to think it won't, but maybe that's thinking too positively or too hopeful. It's totally possible. It's we'll totally do, possible. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, uh, it's a best game time decision. Yeah. The thing is, is as long as I have internet, I can set up anywhere with my laptop. It doesn't have to be my whole PC set up for us to record. So That's really handy. Yeah, I've got options. We'll see. Just giving you guys a heads up in case it doesn't happen in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, geez, it's in a couple of weeks. All right, let's move on from this. I don't need to make myself anxious at the beginning of an episode. Yeah, let's, let's talk about things that make you not anxious. What have you been up to, Will? What have you been doing? Oh, just taking care of the kids, being home for the holidays, and cooking and uh hanging some stuff that my wife wanted hung on the walls and done around the house Mm -hmm. being productive laundry dishes meals feels nice to get some shit hung up right get it yeah it does take a few steps back and go all right that shit looks nice all right all right right. we got yeah we'll pat myself on the back and carry on Uh uh-huh yep let's move it along uh yeah man uh, putting that stuff in the frames because i was doing like mats and stuff with these particular prints i'll actually send you a picture how they turned out um oh excellent man i should send you guys some christmas pictures i forgot to do that last week you mean like your family christmas pictures uh, you have the christmas decorations oh, yeah stuff. that's right yeah you know who else i saw my sister on her instagram story Bro, the outside of their house looks insane with the Christmas lights. Oh, wow. I bet you you can see the Payne household from space. It looks like the Las Vegas sphere and shit. It's so lit up. Oh, my goodness. They went, as our buddy Goose would say, ham baloney, and it looks sick. Real sick. Um, So you were telling me before we started recording, you were... Actually whipping up Thanksgiving food before we started recording, right? I was, yeah. Yeah. The uh the my wife's an ER doctor and the nurses uh requested some Christmas some Thanksgiving stuff and uh so I I whipped that up you to send with to work tomorrow. I'm on it. You So got I got it. it. Mm-hmm. I got that. I do that. What did you uh what you whip up? Uh, there's like a, a corn casserole. Uh, I made the roux and I added some seasonings and the, some corn and cooked it down, right. topped it with some Parmesan cheese Sheesh. and, um, you know, bake that up and then let it cool. And then I have chicken and dressing mm-hmm. with two different kinds. I have the cornbread dressing and I have like stovetop. Like chicken and dressing made with the stovetop dressing. Both have onions and celery in them and some poultry seasoning and a fair amount of chicken broth. Um, you, but I, I, I don't you know. Said, I felt compelled I'm, to make two different kinds. You said I'm whipping and I up de- two types, bro. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And Give I, them I, if I was in retrospect, I should have put the green onions in there because my grandmother does. But all the recipes I saw... You know, didn't call for the green onions, and I was like, mm, maybe there's a reason. But after on eating it, there's there's a, a nice, not crunch, but there's a, a difference that the green onions bring to the texture. I gotcha. That okay. I uh, I should have I should have done in retrospect. I'm gonna tell you, you know, you want to know something? I'm gonna put a real hurting on tomorrow. Will Witten is some damn dressing. Oh, I bet. Also, don't put the egg in it. Right, I'm scared because I'm serving it to a bunch of people. Um, I don't put the raw egg in it, you know, because I I can't be there to cook it to tempt for them. So I just so I made it without the egg. I'll tell you, I don't even know. I don't know what alchemic process is done to that dressing. I just know mm-hmm. for the longest time as a kid, I was like, I don't like that. And then one day, you know, as like a teenager, I was like, maybe it's time to give it another try. Boy, was I missing out. 
And boy, boy, am I put some hurting on a dressing tomorrow. You watch. Oh, my goodness. Whew. I've been eating light. I only had ribs for lunch. (laughs) 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 I only had some ribs Uh. and some potato salad from Saws because they gave us Postmates gift cards at work. For Thanksgiving. And I was like, ribs on your dime. Don't mind if I do. Right. Showing up looking good. Showing up to work with barbecue sauce all in my beard, greasy ass fingers. I washed my hands. Um, We should move on. (laughs) Hey, I'm about to go get fuck up them rib leftovers in the fridge standing over a rib bone at three in the morning like a damn goblin (laughs) (laughs) talking about um all right so you know what you guys should do you guys should go to (laughs) blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your blue harvest needs feel like i need a bed of music under under this you know what i mean oh yeah like what kind no, I was thinking about this before we started recording. Like, I feel like when people do, all right, we lost Will. All right, buddy. Sorry about that. I fucking crashed Skype because I was trying to do a bit. I, uh, I, well, as soon as you tried to share, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was trying to think, like, when people give the business at the beginning of their fucking, um, podcasts you know what i mean sometimes they'll have like a bed of music or if they're doing an ad we don't really do like host red ads that much uh and when we do apparently we're not rock and roll um john just i don't even know i wish i had fucking thought of this you know what it's not even worth the bit i crashed the fucking podcast go to blue harvest dot rocks (laughs) or my weird foot for all your fucking blue harvest needs please you know you'll find links to all our um social medias so you can follow us on those uh you can find a link to the twitch channel where we hang out and stream will's there steve's there jeff's there nick randy sometimes sean hoffman one of the best mods in the game we got a whole crew sal Sal paralysis sal paralysis himself Comes the man. out sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, so typically I stream on at least Friday and Saturday, right? So this Friday I'll be streaming. Saturday I'll probably be streaming. That will be the last streams until, fingers crossed, December 7th. Why am I being so specific about this? But is because December 7th is going to be... Uh, the game awards so we're gonna have a game awards stream where we watch the game awards on stream and do bits and shit it was really fun last year Uh, it was actually one of my favorite streams we've ever done so i just wanted to call that one out if you're interested in the game awards at all come hang out on stream december 7th um and you can also find a link to our patreon where we post all kinds of bonus shows if you want to support us. Right now I got a Clone Wars rewatch show going on where I'm rewatching it chronologically. So I have mastered putting on the Xbox headset so I can hear the audio for the show at all time and watching the show while also putting shit in boxes. You know what I mean? Real multitasking. Oh, wow, yeah. Big yeah. galaxy brain type shit. You know what I mean? getting Um, stuff done i'm looking forward to getting further in clone wars because it's a little touch and go at the beginning there's a there is a Mm. lot of good stuff there some of the others it's a little you know that's all right um right but patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast if you want to sign up and a big shout out to all our patrons you guys are the best i don't even need bits for that that's just the truth yeah, real talk. Oh, buddy. I'm so thirsty. We actually have Star Wars news this week. I know. That's what I was going to say. For the past three weeks, I've been talking about, oh, we don't have much to talk about. That's what I sound like. 
for almost a month now, Will. Since Ahsoka's not been a, the not, go, not quite, but close, close. Since la- since Ahsoka ended, it has been every week. We ain't got nothing to talk about, man. So no, that's getting a little further away. That's colder. Okay. Oh, buddy, we don't have much to talk about. Oh, that's hot. That's, that's hot. hot fire. Yeah. Eeyore ass. My old Eeyore head ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then the week when we do have stuff to talk about, I'm doing bits and shit. I don't know. I got to get my life together, bro. Here's the new beginnings. When I move I'd into say the, you're doing just fine. When I new, move into the new place, Will, that's the dawn of the serious Blue Harvest. You know what I mean? I'm gonna oh, show that's you. the super serious yeah, Blue Harvest. Yeah, that's when it happens. New beginnings, okay? These are these are the last crazy days before we burn it down and build it back up as something different. Fucking mm-hmm. very serious. I could practice a little bit for you. So, Will, you know we've been talking about the Knights of the Old Republic remake in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. And sources including Jeff Grubb who I'm still not quite sure who he is, but he seems important. Well, he has said uh, recently that it is his understanding that the Knights of the Old Republic remake is completely dead and that Sony has pulled out all support for the game. Now, Well, uh, that's a, it's a real shame to hear. Yes. Uh, you know, I sure would like to be able to sit at my video game console i believe they call it i don't know i don't play many video games anymore maybe the occasional round of burger time or frogger the classics (laughs) 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 okay so jeff grubb who so i'm not real as far as like video game news and rumors go i still haven't really been able to sort of suss out who is reliable and who isn't right with movie news that's been a little established for longer it's easier to figure out sometimes right so i don't know what his credentials are but see people seem in all the comments and stuff i've read to basically think he is usually pretty on the money with his reporting and he did he came out this week and said it was his understanding that it is not being worked on and that Sony pulled funding. So you remember when they announced the Knights of the Old Republic remake, it was announced as a PlayStation 5 console exclusive, timed, mm-hmm. but console exclusive. And then they said, you know, it would be ported to PC later, right? So in those instances, that, so like if you see, oh, Sony is getting this game that's not being made by one of their studios as an exclusive, they have essentially helped fund that game. They paid that studio a lot of money for that, right? Mm -hmm. Apparently, they pulled their funding, is what this guy is saying. Doesn't look good, right? Ooh, yeah, that doesn't look good. So that was the news, and, and, and it's weird with this Knights of the Old Republic stuff the course of the up and downs it's gone through. So it gets announced, oh, that's exciting. And then it's like, oh, it might be canceled. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, actually, maybe they gave it to a different internal studio to work on. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, actually, we've heard that one's been canceled. It's all up and down. <laughs> um, and the trend continues because today, another video game journalist, now this guy's name is Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier is someone who I am familiar with who does have a really good track record with this sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he reported today that he talked to two people who said that they were currently still working on the game, but that's all they would say. Well, that's at least a good sign. Right. Um, this is what his quote is. Um, is it alive and will it ever actually come out are two very different questions. A third is if it does ever come out, what will it actually look like? That said, I've talked to two people at Sabre. That was the the second company that took over developer 
development after Aspire, um, who both say they're still working on it. So I don't believe that the comment that it isn't being worked on in any way right now is true. Hmm. That's interesting. That's weird, right? I'm hmm. telling you right now, we like just as somebody who really wants to play this game and who really wants there to be a high quality Knights of the Old Republic remake at this point, I am of the opinion that it would be best if they just cancel it and then let somebody else pick up the license, another developer. Like already there has been nothing but strife with this game as far as the parent company that's involved in this is a company called Embracer. Saber and Aspire are both game development studios within uh, Embracer Embracer Group, which I don't know. Did do you remember a couple? Was it last year when it was announced that Embracer Group bought the? Was it the television and movie rights of Lord of the Rings or some shit? Remember I'm that? remembering it now that you have brought it up. Yeah. Um, when was that? Swedish entertainment company buys rights to Lord of the Rings films and other Tolkien intellectual property. Um, the deal gives Embracer the rights to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit film trilogies and any Tolkien-related movies, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions. So they don't own it all outright, but they own all that, meaning if there's going to be future Lord of the Rings movies and shit, it'll be under them, right? Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> that's to, that, uh, whatever it is, Embracer Group, they have gone around buying all kinds of shit over the last few years. From shit like that to video game companies, they were big in video game companies. And then all of a sudden this year, like, the breaks hit, they started shutting down and firing a bunch of people. Like it was this crazy turn for where they were going and buying Lord of the Rings, if you know, as an example for some, which had to be insanely expensive, right? Right. Um, to they're not doing that. They're actually closing down these studios and shit they bought. It's real fucked up. It's real fucked up. And that. Mm -hmm. Knights of the Old Republic remake is under their banner, right? Oh, no. So, like I said, I think it would be best if they just say, fuck it, cancel it, and then LucasArts Games or Lucasfilm Games or whatever that, you know, the division at Lucasfilm that handles licensing out stuff to developers now. Yeah. If they just find somebody else to do it because there's money. And them their hills, like me and Will have said, it will happen. Yeah, but I don't know that we want it to happen this time with this. Because people will pay for it, it will happen. But it doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon. Like, yeah, I mean that that is one that they need to get really right because the original. I will tell you this: they should wait till they have something planned to go with or in the um in that universe the old republic mm -hmm. so that they can do it at the same time see that's another thing man i also feel like it's an inevitability it's not going to be now it's not going to be in the next five years or whatever they are going to start doing live action old republic shit it's it's one of those things that it's 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 so popular of a niche subset of Star Wars, right? Yeah. But it's very popular, very well regarded. They're going to start doing stuff in that era eventually. It would probably be best, I don't know, man. So, I don't it depends on how they would present this Knights of the Old Republic remake. Do they present it as canon? Right, and if you do that, what's that mean for whatever show or movie? I guess you could build it around it, you know. 
I think you stay true to the original, remake the original mm-hmm. as a source, but don't have to be beholden to it for whatever media you can you can you create next. Yeah, and you know, one of the cool things about the Old Republic MMO, right, is to me that showed that the Old Republic era has all kinds of it's I mean and it's it's dumb of course it does but it has all kinds of different stories that you can tell in it because you know the first two games it's Jedi and Sith shit right which is very cool mm-hmm. it, it, which is awesome I'm not saying it's not but the cool thing about the old Republic MMO is yeah you can play as Jedi or Sith but you can also play as a smuggler or a trooper or um other types of Jedi. I can't bounty hunters. You know, there's all kinds of different classes in there. And <laughs> so it, you know, it's like anything else that's sort of worked on for a while or really expanded on over the years. There's a lot of stuff you could do in there. I just don't know that. Like, so if they ever wanted to do a Knights of the Old Republic movie based on the game, right? To me, that's risky. That is risky because there's no way that there aren't people that are insanely mad about the outcome either way, you know? Well, I mean, I was just thinking about that, but if you want to do anything nice to the Old Republic, you could do a Revan movie like Darth Revan, mm-hmm. but like all you really have to have is... The fall from the dark side, amnesia, and then a rise on the light side. Like it, uh, all the rest of that, you can leave everything else in the game. You know what I mean? And you could, I mean, all that needs is the only real thread that needs to carry. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And like, I'm not saying they couldn't do it, but man. Like, if they came out and said... Oh, I'm sure there'd be a subset of people that would lose their mind. Well, so, like, if they came out today, if Kathleen Kennedy showed up on YouTube tomorrow and she was like, hey, guys, we got some exciting shit to tell you. We're doing a Knights of the Old Republic movie, right? Um, I don't... Like, there's going to be so much room for people to be like, well, that's not the way it was in the video game. When you play the video game for, like, four hours versus a two and a half hour movie or whatever right right but i think that would be awesome i would go see it like but a lot of those characters could show up the assassin droid like all of them. there are a lot of auxiliary characters would have in that be. game that you know the thing about the original knights of the old republic is if you look at it it is the story is broken up in three acts so it's like an entire trilogy in the story including the end of the second chapter, big, crazy, it's not Luke, I, like, Luke, I'm your father, but it's got its own version of that. It's uh, a twist. Yep, and then you got the fucking Return of the Jedi business after that, wrapping it all up. Right. So you probably realistically have to split it into something like that. Just do a TV show. 20 episodes a year, yearly. Boy, ooh, I'd watch it. I'd watch it, Will. Make it like Dallas in space for all I give a fuck. What? I don't care. <laughs> That's crazy. I would not watch. I, would I was about to say, I don't think you would watch Dallas. Oh, buddy. The amount of episodes of Dallas I've seen. I may have seen every episode of Dallas. It's my dad's favorite show of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, I spent many nights on the couch getting ready, waiting for my dad to finished watching that night's rerun of Dallas so I could play the Sega Genesis. I've seen a lot of Dallas. My dad loves that shit. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. My dad knows all about who shot JR. All about it. Who shot? Who Does he know who shot him? Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I, I'm sure I saw it, but I don't know the rest of it. I know there's JR and there's Bobby. Bobby Ewing. That's his brother. Patrick Duffy, that's him. That's the guy that was on Step by Step with Suzanne Summers. It is. It is. So anyways, another cool thing that happened this week uh, is we actually got some sort of behind-the-scenes news. Now, I 
there's a lot about this story I do like, right? Um, you know, I think, I think it's good and I'm hoping for the best, right? And that is Star Wars universe or Star Wars takes universe shaking changes after Ahsoka. This is by our buddy, Anthony Bresnikan. So, you know, this shit's going to slap, right? Yeah. You know, cause Anthony Bresnikan got that dog in him. Um, and this is what he says. Dave Filoni has a new mission in the Star Wars universe after guiding Rosario Dawson's force-wielding hero to distant celestial realms in the first season of Ahsoka. The writer-producer-director who started out working alongside George Lucas on the animated Clone Wars show nearly two, deca two decades ago has ascended to a new position at Lucasfilm one that will give him input into all the galactic storytelling going forward. My God, the man knows how to write an intro. You dirty dog. Um, that was good. So, uh, this is what Dave Filoni says. He says, now I'm what's called chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. Filoni tells Vanity Fair, which places him into the development process much earlier and a much more expansive capacity than his previous advisory duties. Duties. Uh, in the past, in a lot of projects, I would be brought into, I would see it after it already developed a good ways. So <laughs> essentially it says that he is going to be working alongside Kathleen Kennedy and Carrie Beck earlier in the development process, right? Uh, to sort of yeah. guide Star Wars in an overall capacity. Now, I think that's cool. Like, especially with his connection to uh, George Lu Lucas. And I personally like a lot of Dave Filoni Star Wars stuff. So that's cool to me, right? Yeah. I have seen some people seeing, you know, who maybe aren't as big a uh, fan of everything he's done and, you know, or whatever it may be. They have not saying they don't have uh, legitimate concerns, but I have seen concerns that, you know, well, does that mean anything that isn't like Dave Filoni star Wars is going to be in trouble now? Like, would there be the possibility of things like Andor <laughs> under Dave Filoni's, Are you okay, Will? Yeah, dude. Hold on. What Can happened? you give me one second? What happened? Nothing. Nothing. Give me one second. Shoo. Buddy, I was just babbling. It's probably good we had to take a second. I no. I mean, it's it's really good news that Filoni is the operating officer. Is that what is? Is that what the is OO? It? What is it? I don't know. What was it again? What do you call it? The chief creative officer. CCO. CCO. Chief Creative Officer. Yeah, I think that I just remember thinking when I read it, I was like, that's a really good title for him because he carries the torch. He mm -hmm. carries the flame, right, from George all the way on down. And um, I think that's really appropriate. I really like that. I like that he's going to be at the head of the table when we're talking about where Star Wars is going creatively. Yeah. Well, Him and John Favreau, hopefully. I think, hopefully Favreau stays. I think, well, I don't know. I have a feeling that once sort of Mando and that stuff is wrapped up, I think John Favreau is probably going to go, you know, dick off and do something else. He's probably got another, like, food truck movie or something. Maybe Jungle Book 3 or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jungle Book something. 3 and a food truck movie? Yeah, man. You know, he's got other things he likes to do. Um, Chef 2. Food yeah. truck boogaloo. <laughs> Chef 2, there's another truck. Food <laughs> uh, <Ooh>, truck wars. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, I like Dave Filoni, right? So I think it's a good thing. I hope I'm right, right? And, and like I was saying, the concerns I kind of saw going around online um, were, well, I hope that just doesn't mean we only get Dave Filoni-style Star Wars. Because it is very specific, his style of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I just happen to like that style, right? Um, right. But I like the other stuff, too, 
right? So I don't want everything to be Dave Filoni, right? I want your Andors right. and the, you know, the stuff that's not that, you know, with all the connections and the, you know, big shit happens in the Dave Filoni stuff, but it does oftentimes feel like it's like, ooh, who's the next crazy person going to show up, huh? Then it's Anakin. Really well done, right? Right. Not to yeah. the Anakin thing especially. Right. <laughs> I just, you know, the only thing we can do is hang out and hope for the best. I don't think it's a bad idea to have someone who's worked on a lot of Star Wars sort of be in the room and, you know, talking it up and guiding the way a little bit. I hope they're still doing a story group, you know, type of situation where there's lots of different ideas at work and they de develop them and stuff like that. Because I want more Star Wars and you guys got to fucking get popping on them movies, Dave Filoni. All right. Whatever you got to do. I also want to add that there's a picture of Dave Filoni in this article where he looks like he had about eight gummies in his tummy. Like this man oh, really? looks gummied up. Where is it? That one kind of. I know that look, Dave Filoni baloney. That's funny. Um, there was some other interesting stuff in the article too. <laughs> I would suggest people go and read it because I don't want to go over everything. I mean, Anthony Bresnikan wrote an absolute banger. You guys should go read it. Um, but there was some stuff in there with uh, Hayden talking about, you know, coming back and playing Anakin and things like that. His relationship with Dave Filoni, Ro uh, Rosario Dawson was talking about kind of kicking around some things about a season two of Ahsoka. <clears throat> talking about when she was at um, Celebration this year, they were like, hey, Dave's going to do a movie. And she was like, well, I, guess, I bet you that means we're going to do a season two. And that Dave Filoni's mentioned he's got like an outline for, it seems like there's going to be a second season of Ahsoka. Okay. Mm you know, they're playing cutesy, yeah. like, ooh, is it going to happen? It seems like it's going to happen. Yeah, um, it seems like it's it's a go. And so that was actually really big news. Like, that is huge Star Wars news, right? I uh, And I was like, fuck yeah, something cool to talk about this week. And then, today, Daisy Ridley said, uh, allow me to reintroduce myself. Because she... Is already she's talking in articles about this damn Ray movie that they're dangling in front of me, man. Um, and so there was one. Let me see. It was Collider, I think, right? Because it was a couple, right? Um, she's talking to a reporter, and she will say, and she says, "I'll tell you, Steve. When I saw you in Park City, I had not been approached. I was asked some, not by you." But I was asked something when I was there and strangely people were asking me stuff and I was like, no, I'm not doing another one. That's an, what? Huh? Then it all happened after I came back. It was such a nice reception. I was shitting myself before I went on stage. Hold on. <laughs> I farted and a poopy almost slipped out. I mean, I, I have to do, use the opportunity. I was so nervous. So she's talking about, you know, the reception she got at Celebration when they announced it. She says, um, right. I don't have any other updates. It's not what I expected, but I'm very excited. This is sort of the, the quote that everybody's taken away. And I've seen some people be like, oh, she said the story, right? But I don't That's know. That's not necessarily true. Right. I think by it the could, way it, she mm -hmm. said it there. I think it could be the fact that she she didn't expect to be coming back and playing Ray this quickly or at this point, right? Um, yeah. So I it could be that. It could also be she's referring to the story. I think it's more that she's saying it's she didn't expect or it maybe back. the fact that it's just a Ray story and not that the whole crew isn't back for another big old Star Wars movie, right? Oof. Like Man, I think that would be kind of a mistake. I, I don't know. So listen, I think it's a mistake not to have Finn and Poe in there if you can get them. And the, like any other Rose, the 
Jana, like the sequel trilogy crew, because why not? But if it's a movie where it's Ray off on some kick-ass solo Jedi quest post the sequel trilogy, trying to rebuild the Jedi Order, I could probably get down with that a little bit. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That sounds like I'd be all right. But yeah, I would be. I will be honest. I'll be bummed if they don't at least try to get the rest of the cast back in some capacity. You know? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> um, and so she said, "I know the storyline for one film. That's not to say that's all it is, but that's what I was told about." And I imagine it'll be the next film, I think. I mean, again, I don't know, post-strikes and everything, how quickly everything will start up again. But yes, so far, I know the story of one film, and I think people will be very excited. Now, that is very specific. That shit is very specific. I know the story of one film, and I think people will be very excited. Fuck yeah, Daisy Ridley. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. That's true. Now I'm getting hyped. I just, we got to get this shit rolling, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so that was from one. And then there was a, a Hollywood Reporter article today where she had another quote where she said, when I was at Sundance, I did not know. I shot my movie Magpie when I got back and I had breakfast with Kathleen Kennedy that I thought was just breakfast, Ridley recalls. And then it was mentioned, so I thought about it. I loved the story, and I was like, okay. Things then happened quite quickly, and it felt like I was instantaneously on stage being introduced by the director of the movie. Uh, It honestly took me back to being 20 or 21, or however old I was when the Star Wars Force Awakens was announced. Um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. This is getting me excited, man. This means they, like, when they had breakfast, Kathleen Kennedy was like, so, if you ever wanted to play Ray in another movie, that's kind of what we were thinking of doing with it. And that was something that she thought was cool enough to sign on for, right? Right. What is it, though, Will? What is that? What is that? Please, God, tell me they didn't pitch her the the supposed Damon Lindelof movie where she was real old and was going to be played by Helen Mirren. Like, so what we're going to do is you're going to be in the first 20 minutes. Yep. And then Dame Helen Mirren is going to come in from the side stages. Do, <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's going to do the last hour and a half. Okay. That couldn't have been it. You don't take Daisy Ridley to breakfast and fucking pitch that idea to her. You know what I mean? Well, you do it to Tamora Morrison. What do you mean? You take him out of two episodes of his own show. Well, now you brought that up first. Wasn't me this time, <laughs> man. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you know you're fucking with me, man. I'm just saying they did it to him. <sighs> so we're going to go ahead and pop over in the voicemail and emails you know normally i I fucking play a song here but when this when this name comes across the email inbox jess smith i said "Uh uh-oh this is a banger we just got he said this is what he said oh my goodness hi halls and will a few weeks ago you listened to the lo-fi theme and were so taken aback by its wall-to-wall vulgarity that you felt compelled to be completely serious for the rest of the episode Since then, I've been feeling an Oppenheimer level of guilt about what I have created. But thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I believe I've created an edit of the Kiadi Mundi Lo-Fi remix that is family-friendly and safe for listeners of all ages. Oh, no. Bro, I... Do you know the self-restraint it took not to listen to this when he sent it a couple of days ago? So we're going to listen. I haven't heard it yet. I'm dying. I'm so excited. So here we go. Will, I'll pay you $10,000 to come for the weekend and just take a year's worth of fun picks. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I I would do that for no money. 
Aussie's royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. <laughs> Utah! Help me! Walter, it was Boba! I want you to be different from us. Don't tattoo your arm. Tattoo your arm. Big old side <laughs> hug. Shoulder. <laughs> How's it going, patrons? Listen, you get look at look at what you get, huh? <laughs> now that's wholesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my finger through this hole with my suspenders. Gonna be <laughs> appropriate. Pause. <laughs> I could be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett, or not take him out of two of his own. Gosh darn. Garden. Garden. Easy money. Easy money. Garden. <laughs> the bean bag. Yeah, he went hard. Paint. And you know what else? We don't build. You don't build. You don't build. You don't build. We don't build. You don't build. You don't build. You don't build. We don't build. You don't build. You don't build. You don't build. Best poop head, bro. Lollipop. New poop. Sheesh. Groceries. You like groceries. Eat the grocery like groceries? Oh my god. <laughs> Holy that was shit. genius. Holy shit. Oof. Ooh. My tummy hurts. Oh. Holy crap. That was funny. Dude. That was pretty funny. Let me just stick my hole uh, stick my finger through this hole in my suspenders. <laughs> I don't dig in my garden. Don't dig in my <laughs> garden. Don't. It's going to be appropriate. That shit was funny too, man. Damn. <sighs> okay. We're, you know what? We got this, buddy. We got a fucking voicemail from King Tom himself. We got the rest of this episode. Ooh, King of all Toms. Shoo. You know what? We fucking put this on and it's autopilot for the rest of the episode, buddy. Here we go. Oh. Take yeah. Take us to space, King Tom! Hey there, Haas and Will. Hope you fellas are both doing great. Um, you know, the strike, the actor strike has been over for, what, two or three weeks now? And it's got me thinking because we're starting to see, you know, some trailers and some things put on the calendar for next year, things that were pushed off. And yes, we heard this big news about uh, Dave Filoni ascending, getting a bigger hat as it were, uh, but we really haven't had anything on the schedule in terms of premiere dates for, you know, future Star Wars projects. Okay, can I just, I have to stop King Tom real quick because there's a bit I want to do and I don't want to step over his serious question. So we'll do the bit, reset, listen to his question. You got, so you know how he's <laughs> talking, you know how he was talking about how Dave Filoni got a bigger hat at Lucasfilm? If Dave Filoni has any balls he would start wearing like a big novelty cowboy hat like you know the novelty cowboy hat that uh norm mcdonald wore as burt reynolds on celebrity jeopardy on snl that big foam cowboy hat that also featured in dumb and dumber the big foam <laughs> yes. cowboy hat that is yes. what dave filoni should start wearing around everywhere and not acknowledge it no, when anybody brings it up, he'd be like, what are you talking about? He, he, what do you, you know, mean, he, big hat? He, he would just need to be like, I'm a hat guy. I get it, Dave Filoni. I'm a hat guy, too. You know, I'm not graduating to this fucking Bayou Billy hat you got going on, but I'm a hat guy. And be like, this another is thing we haven't gotten hat. in a while is... <laughs> no, not even... So, um... Man, Dave Filoni here on the red carpet for his movie, um, Avengers Endgame, but it's Star Wars or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, Dave, I know, you know, you started an animation with uh, the Clone Wars. Hopefully the reporter wouldn't have any. And, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, started with the Clone Wars and... Uh, Yada, yada, yada. And the whole time, Dave Filoni's just standing there 
like in his I'm at a premiere suit, but he's got a big foam cowboy hat on and he's listening intently. And the guy's like, so what's um, I see you, you know, you're really uh, showing out on the red carpet tonight. What's with the big hat? And he's like, I'm a hat guy. Move along. <laughs> Ask me some questions, bro. I have a movie where Boba Fett's on the poster and he dies in the first 20 seconds. And I heard screams coming from the southeast that I still can't identify. The Star Wars trailer. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think? And this is kind of a two-part question. First, what do you think is going to be the next announced trailer or release date we get? I would, I would have to imagine it would be Skeleton Crew. I'd love it to be the Acolytes because I want that a little bit more. But I have a feeling we're going to get the Skeleton Crew first. So I wanted to see where you guys were with that. And then... And this isn't as immediate because I would I would hope, uh, I could be wrong, I would hope that we would get something like that, like a new trailer release date or whatever, before the end of the year. But the second part of the question is kind of more out there. What do you think is going to be the next uh, live action project that we hear of that we don't know about? Ooh. And this is just, you know, for some cockadoody speculation. Um I'm thinking it might be related, something kind of like the Acolyte related to the higher public just because there's a bunch of fertile That's ground there. That's what I was going to say. Um, but I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, of course, like not a sequel to anything we know is already existing or nothing that we know um, is, is already in the works. I would have to imagine it would have to be something on Disney Plus because they have all these movies that are kind of out there. Uh, but the Disney Plus content, you know, after this next year or so, it's kind of thin and they usually like to tell us about that ahead of time. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for a great podcast. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you fellas later. Oh, thanks, King Tom. So, I like this question. What do you think the next live-action announcement we're going to hear about is that we don't know about? So, not being like the, ne the big next big... If they came out next week and were like, everybody's signed on and good to go, the scripts for the Lando show are good to go. Uh you know that's that's a really good guess by the way but we already know about it right that's already been right. announced so it's not it is not uh unknown right right i do kind of think i have to think it's very possible that with the acolyte right i think it's just called acolyte I really have a hard time with this. Thank you, Eric Struthers. Acolyte, am I saying that right, Will? Yeah, of course. Okay. Ac mm, the of, so if you, the yeah, of course, the yeah sounded positive. <laughs> the, the of course sounded like, mm, you know what I mean? Mm, close enough. I mean, Acolyte. you say it how you say it. Like, I know, anyone man, that doesn't but like it. I can't stop. I can't stop. I just fucking see Eric Struthers in my head. <laughs> soloing on the guitar and i'm going alkalite the alkalite <laughs> you know it's acolyte how would you so tell me the tell me the uh tell me the title of that star wars show william the acolyte the acolyte yeah okay um you have to imagine that if that is super successful and well received i'll be honest there is a lot of like what seems to be like, it's not Star Wars coming out and being like, yo, holy shit, be excited for uh, Acolyte. But there's some of that going around, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Why'd you laugh? Because the little the little stutter, but the correct I, pronunciation. I can't it was, do it, was it bro. I can't do it, bro. I get you did dumb, it. You pronounced it correctly. I get dumb gummied up before we record, and I'm I'm sitting here going like as I'm talking, my head is also going at the same time. It's coming up. You're gonna say it. Here it comes. It's coming. <laughs> We're getting closer. You can't put it off anymore. Humming a humming a humming a. Well, you did, acolyte. You did it right. You did it right. Jeez. Um. But if that's super successful, they're going to try and spin that off into other things. I would not be surprised if there is a High Republic movie. Not an adaptation of any of the books, right? <laughs> Might not even be related to Acolyte, but something said in that era, I think somebody's going to do that eventually. They are really working on that. You know what I mean? I can um, see that. I wouldn't be surprised.
other than that, I have no idea, right? The last thing I would have expected him, because, you know, you had the fucking Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron movie. That ain't happening. Not anytime soon. And a bunch of other movies that got canceled, too. Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi is out in the wilds working on a Star Wars script for four or five years now or whatever. I don't know, man. The D&D thing got canceled. Thank goodness. What would you say? So next announced project that we don't already know about a boba fett movie they ain't doing that's that dream one. dream that's my dream that's your dream just so i'll shut up no no if we could do a <laughs> book of boba fett season two that'd be fine but boba uh, fett really buddy i'm telling you right now if they announced a book of boba fett season two it would be more surprising to me than when Luke, when I the first time I saw that Luke was Darth Vader's kid at this point. If they were going to announce, buddy, we're about to be, what is it, two years since it? Yeah, yeah, right? It ended in 2022. Yep. Yep. It's going to be an 80s-style sitcom, Skywalker to Skywalker, where the ghost of Anakin comes and visits Luke. Oh, man. They really be working on the CG there. Yeah, right? Flexing some AI steaming, smoking. They're going to do something with Luke. They're definitely going to. Uh, the reaction... I only say that because, you know, the conversation between Ahsoka and Luke about kind of a little bit about Anakin, like... Mm -hmm. He, you know, we don't really address that. No one ever knows yeah. if if Anakin appears to Luke. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. I feel like that's a question that something's gonna have to be answered eventually here soon mm -hmm. in something. I mean, it would think it was gonna be Ahsoka or the Mandalorian, <laughs> one or the other. Man, do you remember? Well, I don't know. Did you ever read *Heir to the Empire*? No. Okay. So an heir to the Empire, so we're talking a huge moment in Star Wars, basically, because there wasn't much going on at the time, right? A few right. years even from the, the special editions, there's a sequel. It's after Return of the Jedi. Ooh, that's exciting. Five pages in, Timothy Zahn is like, oh, that whole Force Ghost thing? We don't do that anymore. Like, he was like, I don't know what to do. I am getting rid of the Force Ghost thing. It starts yeah. with the ghost of Obi-Wan appearing to Luke in a dream, basically being like, hey, man, I'm heading out. We're not going to do this anymore. And then it does, no more. No Force Ghost stuff. Never more Force Ghost. Timothy Zahn said, I got blue guys. They're smart. They're really good at strategy. They'd be really good at Warhammer 40K and lizards that block the Force, too, because I don't know about fucking with that Force stuff too, too much either. Uh, well, you know, I guess in Return of the Jedi, I guess Anakin appears. Yeah, I mean, we know to he Luke. Was, yeah, we know he sees him at least once. But what is that Hayden Chris? I mean, listen, it could be bad if they did it. If they were doing, You're like, oh, that's what my dad looks like. Hayden yeah. Chris yeah. Well, I mean, and like. Because it, it would be like a fucking French fried potato. Well, it's gonna be CG, Luke. Like they'll probably get Mark Hamill on set and everything, like they've done with all the other Luke appearances. CG, Luke talking to Force Ghost Anakin. Like it could be written really well, I think, but it could also right. look real weird. It could real weird. I just think they because. The Luke appearances in the the Mandalorian stuff, the Mandalorian related things, from what mm -hmm. I can tell, are generally well regarded, right? And people like right. it, and people they, it yeah. generated a lot of excitement. There, I don't think they can help themselves but try and do that again with Luke. Maybe it's not until the movie, you know. Maybe he shows up at some point in the Dave Filoni movie, but I think they're gonna do something with Luke for sure. It it would be cool if they did. <clears throat> I'm telling you, buddy, I'm also expecting for sure 
CG uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo at least once in the coming future. Ooh, that'd be cool. I think they're going to do it, buddy. I'm expecting Omega's story, excuse me, post-Bad Batch. I don't know when that's coming, but I feel like it's inevitable. Unless they just you know bench her altogether that is probably one of the most promising I'm, futures in star wars characters to me i agree and i'm super fascinated to see what they do with her post bad batch once they're done telling that story mm-hmm. i mean i also wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in the animated show after that you know what i mean like they that is not something they are opposed to doing right I still think they're not above putting her in the Mandalorian. I I mean it's it is possible because Bad Batch is going to be done before um Mandalorian stuff is all wrapped up for sure, right? If the Dave Filoni movie is sort of the end point of that Bad Batch's last season is next year. So I guess they could. I would I mean when I say I guess they could, I'm also forgetting that this is a show where we watched where they got Clancy Brown, the Kurgan from Highlander himself, to show up in a cameo capacity in the first episode to play Ryder mm-hmm. Azadi. Mm-hmm. They're not a, yeah, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. They're going to do some. I mean, I, there's, there's no way they're going to kill Omega at the end of Bad Batch. She's going to keep being around they're going to do more with that character i'm sure of it i think you're right i just don't know what format that takes place in you know right (sighs) that next animated show is fascinating to me too because we know unless you know they've had to pull back on it or something but which is always a possibility but we know while they're working on an the series that's ongoing, be it Rebels or Resistance or the last season of Clone Wars into Bad Batch, that they're always sort of pre-working on the next animated series because they take so long, right? Right. What's that? If they're working on another animated series to follow up Bad Batch, what's that? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, buddy. I think that's it for this week. Really? Yeah, I think that's it. We have one King Tom voice. Sweet. That's an hour. I think you underestimated the. I was like a fucking. I guess time just flew because I was having fun. I was just sitting here like a ventriloquist dummy yapping for an hour. It just went by. Well, we had good Star Wars to talk about this week. We did. We did. It's nice to have. Something, something fairly positive. The Knights of the Old Republic stuff is a bummer, but it's also one of those things that I've just had to accept that that particular instance of a remake is not happening. So the sooner that they just cut the cord, the better, in my opinion. But yeah, that's true. um, Yeah, it's it. At this point, I'll take any sign of life of an upcoming Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well. Um, so what you guys should do, I can't get over. That's a stony baloney right there. Stony baloney. Mm, Dave the Filoni. Look at him, man. You telling me he is That's a, a good smile. You telling me he ain't gummied up on that red carpet. I get never it, know. Dave. I'd have to do the same going on. He's probably car. got a stash under the hat. Oh, that you, you see those three little decorative pieces on the band of his hat. That is a, a fancy hat. All right. It's like, impressive. The man the man knows where to get quality hats of this style. Oh, mm-hmm. look, there's the wolf. There's the, this is the wolf hat, bro. This is his mm. wolf. He said, "Ooh, premier black denim and the wolf hat, my dude. Let's get it. Gummy said I'm a hat guy. Yep. Um, you guys should uh if you enjoy our theme song, you should check out the band that was kind enough to provide it. They are Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Check out the High Potion podcast with me and Steve. We did an episode on Spider-Man 2, the new Spider-Man 2 game. Spoiler alert, we really liked it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. 
<laughs> who's going to be talking next week, Steve? Maybe Oscar Isaac is going to come out and he's going to be like, no, nah, I haven't heard anything. Have been looking at some houses. Have been on Zillow looking at some houses. So if they wanted to call, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Or it would be funny if he said the exact same thing. He'd be like, yeah, you know, I uh, it wasn't what I expected. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's what they're or telling something. them to tell. That's what they're telling them all to tell us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I you know, I talked to someone about it, and it wasn't what I expected. I think people will like it. Oof. Oof. That's the double. Ooh, the double-double. Ooh. That's dirty dog. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Till then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>